Volt 7, genuine leak or limited hangout? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday from 3 to 6, I am back at my regular time for the duration. So here I am. You can count on it. Uh, if you do miss the pot, the show or any of the show and you want to go back and listen to the podcast, I still always post it on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, also on PropagandaReportDaily.com, which is uh, my website where I post... I try to post an article every day about the news of the day, my impressions on what really just trying to tell you what the news is really doing, the kind of spin they're putting on there. I also put on their podcast, not only of this show, but of uh, the show I do Propaganda Report with Binkley. And I also have some special features. So right now I have a podcast up of a show I did with Rogue Money, which if you listen to the last podcast I did with them, uh, it was people loved it. So check that out. Binkley, how can people check out uh, our regular podcast and that all that good stuff? They can go to PropagandaReportsDaily.com, and on the right, they will see a little icon for Google Play and for iTunes. They can click on both of those and subscribe, or they can find us on YouTube. And we're being suppressed on YouTube, so <laughs> they need to join That does quickly. happen. Yes. So I have... Yeah, that's true. If you write the wrong the wrong words they have flags that maybe you're not spinning it quite the way you're supposed yeah. to i don't i don't i don't think they're actually listening to the stuff but our provocative headlines sometimes do get their <laughs> attention i do actually on propagandareportdaily.com right now i reposted an article from 3 years ago this week marks the anniversary uh actually it's today is the anniversary of fukushima but um and that tsunami. But this week was also the anniversary of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370, which they searched for literally for years. But within a week or two, I think I cracked the code on that. And I still stand by my original analysis, which I reposted. It's uh, people are still fascinated by that. So highly encourage the that for a black read. hole theory. Is that say that again? Is it your theory the black hole theory? No, I think it went. <laughs> well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I want people to. Look at my evidence of where I think it went and what I think happened to it. So, and I, I really have a lot of evidence as opposed to the ridiculous conspiracy theories that were peddled <laughs> by the mainstream media. So, uh, check that out. There is plenty of news this week, though. We don't have to go back three years or six years to find interesting stuff. I will absolutely positively never get to it all, but I'm going to try to get to as much as I can. And the first thing, the thing that I found most fascinating this week was Vault 7. Vault 7 was the WikiLeaks reveal. Uh, Julian Assange said that in contractors or points to CIA contractors released or he released on their behalf 8,761 documents and they reveal the CIA's hacking methods. So I'm going to tell you my theory of 
what it's all about, what what it what's really contained in that, how damaging it is, and what's the real purpose of it. Because in my opinion, stuff like that, if it's truly damaging to the deep state, does not get on the cover of the Wall Street Journal every day like this was. And I, I think I I think I cracked the code on that too. And I'm gonna tell you at the bottom of the hour, but first I just want to kind of tell you what it is and start the conversation. If this is a funny parallel between this leak and the Edward Snowden leak was that both guys seemed to say, or did say, they wanted to just start the conversation. We want to have a public debate about hacking and privacy, which is insane. If you're risking going to jail, uh, Snowden allegedly is in exile. These guys lose everything. They give up everything for chatter. You know that it, It's just silly. It just sounds to me like something some academic in a think tank would come up with. That's obviously, uh, you know, bait. I, I think if you really had somebody who cared, they would be demanding that we restore the Fourth Amendment or uh, re- restore the um, law of nations, this age-old respect for the sovereignty of others and demand that, that our sovereignty is respected. I mean, these are the principles at stake, not, you know, let's talk about it, take a vote, and, uh, you know, whatever. I just wanted to throw it out there. No. I'm not buying it. But but I want to talk more about that uh, at the bottom of the hour. What the leaks actually revealed, though, were uh, interesting. It provides, to the extent that they are authentic, they it provides validation for stuff that we've talked about before on this show. A lot of people, anybody who kind of goes one layer down the onion talks about this stuff. One thing was it compromised smartphones so they could listen while you're while it's off. And that was something that I had remembered from a video I saw called The Program from 2011, I think it was, where Bill Binney, a famous NSA whistleblower, uh, revealed that they can listen to you through your phone while it's off. That was six years ago. A caller, Alan, called this show within a couple of months ago telling us about the uh, their the government's ability to break into the Apple iOS they can uh, intercept messages even if they're encrypted I mean they this has all been open secrets another thing that came out is that the TVs can listen to you and ultimately I don't think it was in the leak but the TVs are all going to have cameras in them. <laughs> so why you need a camera in your TV? So they're not only going to be able to listen to you, they're going to be able to watch you. They talked about how you could hack uh, smart cars, crash them into a tree, but anybody in the conspiranoid community remembers when Michael Hastings, the reporter, crashed into the tree in L.A. Uh, even the I remember a viral video of a local newscast in San Diego where the gal demonstrated this software, talked to intelligence experts and said, yeah, they can just uh, take control of your car. This was years ago that this came out. And also that uh, they could mask malware, mask the source of hacks. So if they say if we are told that Russia has evidence uh, that we have evidence that Russia was responsible for the Hillary hack into her email because the IP address points right to Russia. We've had whistleblowers telling us for months now it would never point right to Russia. Russia has this technology, too. They would point it back to the CIA. So the, so all this stuff was absolutely open secrets, and uh, and it's still making waves. But uh, But now that people realize 
for sure it's happening, I think it has a chilling effect. So when Snowden came out and he said uh, that they're reading your emails, even I started being careful about my emails. I, who share my my most controversial thoughts with you on the air, I'm not writing them down in emails anymore. But I feel like the fact that they're listening to us in our own kitchens with uh, your Alexa or your Echo, it's making people not speak freely in their own homes. My kids reacted that way. And I'm wondering if how you're reacting to that. Is that do you think that's a real phenomenon? Do you chill your speech? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You could tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I tweeted about this earlier today. Binkley, do you have any, any thoughts from the tweets? Yeah, Dean tweets, self-censorship. Yes, it's it's this concept of the panopticon, which I've talked about before. I talked about it a lot after Edward Snowden. It was a Jeremy Bentham idea from, I think, the 19th century or earlier, where if if there's a if you think that you are being watched, whether or not you can see the watcher, you uh, curb your behavior. You act like you're being watched and just there doesn't even have to be a watcher for that to effectively stifle, in this case, political debate or teaching your own children about the right to, you know, for civil disobedience, stuff like that. What else you got? The bitter one tweets, shh, Skynet can hear you. <laughs> that's a Terminator reference, is yeah, it not? Yeah. So that's, when you look at this stuff, you can't help but recognize uh, what they call predictive programming. They make movies like Terminator, TV shows like Westworld with artificial intelligence, um, robots who are indistinguishable from human beings, don't even know they're robots. This This is the kind of stuff that I feel... I read an article in the journal this week, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, will change the world. You'll just get used to speaking your desires and your little robot or whatever in your house is going to respond to it, which, of course, means that it's always listening. It's always listening to you. So my husband now unplugs the Alexa, which we got as a gift. We got Alexa as a gift. We got two Alexas as a gift. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, it reminds me of the... SpongeBob movie where Plankton hands out these chum buckets, but they're really secretly mind control devices. So you think you got a free <laughs> chum bucket, but by the end of it, everybody is enslaved by his electronic uh, society. So I am curious to know if anybody else has that feeling. You have an Alexa, do you want to turn it off? You want to, <laughs> as my preference would be to smash it with a hammer? I don't know. <laughs> 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750, WSB. 55 and overcast outside the studio, a 7 on the Mellish meter. And don't forget, tonight is the beginning of Daylight Savings Time, so set your clocks ahead an hour. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I'm talking about Vault 7, but um, open to other topics. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to Steve and coming. Hi, Steve. You're on with Monica. Hey, 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 hey. Um, first of all, full disclosure, um, I am a libertarian, and uh, <clears throat> I am a ex-intelligence uh, person, of sorts, and and so one of the comments that, uh, and I agree with what you say, but 
last week you made the statement about the Navy budget. Uh, I think you made the comment about uh, Trump being aboard the USS uh, Joe Ford, and what does that got to do with the fight in ISIS? And correct me if I'm wrong. But, well, I uh, had that conversation in that he wanted to expand the Navy, and I was pointing to a Brzezinski article in the New York Times saying that he thinks we should be prepared to blockade Russia's maritime commerce, and yeah. I thought that was the real reason behind Trump's desire. And that could be, um, but I think you also made this comment is, you know, and I, again, I'm paraphrasing, what, what does that have to do with ISIS? Well, no, I just didn't think we needed to have the largest Navy since World War II uh, in the fight against ISIS. I feel like there's something else going on there. I think there's a lot of noise about war uh, going on right now that isn't just increased spending. I think there's a real risk. I have to get to a break, but I do want to get back on the Vault 7 talk. But I will say this idea of justifying increased defense spending is part of the reason I think the Vault 7 reveal leak is a limited hangout. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. It's a man A man Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And the Libertarian Voice on WSB, Saturdays from 3 to 6. For what we've been talking about is this Vault 7, which is the WikiLeaks reveal of CIA hacking operations. And uh, we had a call before the break that brought up what I was talking about last week about a massive increase in defense spending, um, biggest Navy since the World Wars, that kind of thing. And this, believe it or not, this Vault 7 leak folds into an overarching picture of defense spending that I want to share with you. So I'm going to um, let me... Binkley, do you have any any tweets? I still want to talk about the impact. So Vault 7, one of the reveals from Vault 7... Uh, which came out this week, was that the CIA can listen to you. Now, the CIA turns outward. It does. It's not supposed to be listening to U.S. citizens, but uh, the NSA does it, too, according to the NSA whistleblower Bill Binney. Certainly, they have the capabilities of it. They can listen to what's going on in your house through your phone, even when it's off. And now that we have Alexas and Echoes, those things are really designed to never be off because if you say their name, they respond immediately. And so, obviously, they're always listening. And I wonder if this kind of a leak, this kind of a discussion, gets us to not have normal conversations. So when I talk to my kids, uh, or they have brought up to me separately, that they, they worry that they can be heard. Or like when they are talking to their friends online, that somebody's listening. And I always tell them, you should be careful. You should always be careful. I I was raised growing up, never write in a letter something you don't want to come back to haunt you. Never, uh, you know, be caught in a picture you don't want other people to see 20 years from now. So these were words to live by. I, I had eight older brothers and sisters, and I guess they learned the hard way about the technology of their time. But I tell my kids, Watch what you say. And I and I often think like the only place you can really talk is like in a bathroom. And then I see I suspect that this transgender 
conversation about bathrooms will will result in surveillance in bathrooms too. I mean, it's coming. They have this now shot spotter where they they're putting listening devices on uh, the street lamps. I mean, it's total surveillance all the time inside your house. Another thing that came out of Vault Seven was that your TVs can spy on you when you're when you're listening, and eventually TVs are all going to have cameras in them. So we're talking eyes and ears in your home. <laughs> and I wonder if you, if that, you know, if that bothers you. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, we've been having this conversation. Tweets are coming in. Do you, what, I'll take in on any of that kind of broad range of topics there. Nathan just tweeted that we log into our Alexa account and we see all kinds of conversations that were recorded with no trigger word or anything. It's scary. Our, ours was unplugged weeks ago. No way. Because that's what I said. My husband's like, just unplug it. I actually heard my husband say to my kids, and I've said this before, my husband is just, what you see is what you get. Like, I love him to death, but there's just, he's never peeling the onion. I don't think he has an onion. Like, he's just, you know, he's just what you see is what you get. And I heard him tell the kids, like, um, I... don't speak freely around the Alexa. <laughs> like, <laughs> because of mom's work. I mean, I think that's what he was saying. Like, because, but the, the crazy thing is I say this stuff on the air and I'm like actually less worried about that. I really just don't like the idea that you're off, uh, that in your own home, like your kids and stuff, how are they going to explore thoughts about, especially about these un-PC and PC memes. They can't actually have any honest conversations about, well, why do people say that? Like, what is the transgender thing? You, they, they don't even feel comfortable asking questions like that in, in their own home. So, uh, and I told my husband, I was like, unplugging it's probably not going to be enough. And that is when the smash it with a hammer idea came up. <laughs> but they were free. We got two of them on separate like corporate events free. It's crazy. I, I feel like there's another example besides the SpongeBob movie where they just give it away free. And then everybody has this thing in their house that they didn't really mean to have. And, and then things go horribly wrong. So what, anything else? You had anything else before I yeah, dive in? Yeah, uh, Ridgeway tweets that he likes to dress his Alexa in a little police or spy outfit. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. The, there were so many, a couple of different people tweeted me videos. I thought it was the same video, but it was a couple of different videos saying, uh, talking to the Alexa, one asked if, she worked for the CIA. One asked if she worked for the government. There was like <laughs> trying to tell it, ask it like, what are you listening to me when you're not supposed to? All this kind of stuff. And it was answering. This is a funny thing. It was answering in a way like I that question doesn't make sense to me. And it reminded me of the show that I, I, you and I have bo- both watched Westworld on HBO, which is about robots who don't even know they're robots. Uh, some. Yeah. And. When they see something anomalous, something that doesn't fit with their made-up world, which is like a Western, it's it's like an amusement park, but it's like a cross between an amusement park and a video game from the old West. And when they and when the androids are exposed to something that would reveal the artificialness of their environment, they say that doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't mean anything to me. And that was like what Alexa was saying. It was like, do you work for the CIA, Alexa? 
I don't understand that question. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, she is Dolores. Like, the, she's the character from Westworld. It's also like Humans, that other show where they have the robots living in the house. The people look at it. Like, I haven't seen that one yet. And that, I think, is free. Like, Westworld is HBO. I want to see Humans. And Westworld isn't coming back for like another year. So, I don't know. But I, let me explain and tell me, Pinkley, if this makes sense to you. Sometimes I need the, uh, uh, that's way too deep, slow <laughs> down, kind of put the brakes on. Here's the thing. So when I saw this Vault 7 thing coming out of the box, I thought it this leak, I immediately thought if it, if it makes sense to techies in the world, like in the regular private guys, it's it's got to be previous generations of stuff because I know that the CIA, for example, has stuff 10 years in advance, at least, probably much more, stuff that we don't get at all. So I immediately thought this is past generation stuff. It's not going to hurt anybody to have these leaks out there. And I and I and in the Wall Street Journal, it was weird because in one in one day, I saw at least two articles that they had the exact same line. It was this. For companies such as Apple, Google, Samsung, and Microsoft, all of whom work with the CIA, by the way, in my, to the best of my knowledge, uh, it says the risks are substantial. If the CIA code is released before software updates are available, their users could be hacked. This is what the Wall Street Journal was pushing. But then the next day, I saw a uh, the answer which wasn't as pushed that the spoke a spokesman for Microsoft and several other companies said that most of the issues are dated and have been addressed in the latest software. So it's really not that damaging. And, uh, but what it does is it gives us an excuse. It gives the CIA an excuse to do two things, revamp and level up on their, their spying, their budget, all that stuff, just uh, to ramp it up. And the other thing which I saw coming with the Michael Flynn stuff when Trump came out and said it's the leaks, the leaks are the story, the leaks are the story, I knew that it would be uh, you know, the 2.0 version of Obama's insider threat program where they, and, and I noticed this too when Trump wanted to consolidate and streamline and tighten up the intelligence agencies uh, it, it just it smacked to me of you know, kind of consolidating this deep state information resource, which is a super scary kind of way to go, uh, a scary thing to think. So it would it, if you think Trump's an outsider, then maybe this could be happening without his understanding. Maybe he's just oblivious, doesn't even know what's going on. I really don't know. But there are a lot of signs that they're trying to uh get full control of the of the inside people don't make it at all possible like there's a difference between a leak and a whistleblower a whistleblower cares about the constitution so what these guys do is so the other element of it that i see with the defense spending if you look at our defense budget overall we spend half of the world's defense money is the us and the rest of the world combined is the spends the same. So how do you really justify what Trump just 
described as the greatest increase in defense spending ever. You know, uh, the strongest Navy since the world wars. How do you how do you justify that? I have thought for a long time that in order for us to justify a trillion dollars a year, trillion dollars a year, trillion dollars a year, year after year, or almost that much in defense, we actually arm the enemies so that we have an excuse to level up. And there are numerous examples of that. One is when Robert Oppenheimer of the Manhattan Project gave the nuclear secrets to Stalin, and that launched the Cold War. Massive spending by the military-industrial complex, which would have taken a lot longer to ramp up if we had waited for the, actually tried to get them to not get it or gave them false information. And then even with Iran, I remember Stuxnet was this great cyber warfare device that we launched and they figured they reverse engineered. And then another time, I think in 2011, we crashed a drone or they downed a drone in Iran that we flew right over there. And now they have this drone technology that leapfrogged anything they could have had. Same thing with this. We give everybody these hacking devices hacking information and it gives the cia or whatever you know our cyber warfare people uh, an excuse to massively increase defense spending and and uh and bring to another generation generation that we don't even need or wouldn't have needed so that's uh so I guess I have to take a break, and then, and then I, I, that was a lot to unpack. So if, you know, what do you think, Binkley? Why, how should I unpack that coming up? Give me one kind of zinger that I We've do lost that. our advantage in warfare because of the leaks, so now we need to spend more money to regain our advantage. Yeah, I think that that's, in a nutshell, what the point would be, what the meme coming out of this. I think there are probably some other... Uh, memes too. I feel like there are other uh, purposes to what I'm going to call the limited hangout. I'll explain to you what a limited hangout is in spy speak, straight out of my glossary. Oh, <laughs> I know. So we've got a little uh, a little nugget coming up. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 61 is the high today, 40 the low overnight. And don't forget, it is the beginning of daylight savings time, so set your clock ahead one hour. The weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And we are talking about Vault 7. Vault 7 is this WikiLeaks leak that uh, tops Edward Snowden uh, uh, and by coincidence picks up where Snowden left off. So Edward Snowden gave us all this insider information from the NSA. In 2013, um, he came out and then it, it all should have dried up after that. It kept coming out after, but he no longer had access to that information. So it really had to end there. This is a little bit uh, better, but you know, a little it has a little more legs because it starts in 2013. But because the individuals have not been revealed, they can go on forever. And I'm thinking it will. Assange said something, if I recall correctly, like this is just one percent of it. So get ready for a long one. Buckle your seatbelt. But I think it's a limited hangout. I think that uh, this stuff is put out there. It has some negative impact or it looks to on its face. Oh, the CIA is bad. Let's talk about that. And maybe that is a real possibility. Let's talk about that. If you want to talk about the possibility that the CIA is really under fire now, maybe 
maybe it's uh, Binkley thinks it's Trump's back door to getting rid of the CIA. Maybe let's talk about that at the top of the hour. 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez show. But but the limited hangout is you hang some stuff out there that is against your interests or appears to be. But ultimately, it serves a better goal. And the goal would be, in my mind, that they can revamp everything because now their enemies have all of these, uh, they have all of their hacking secrets. Now they have a plausible argument that ISIS and Iran and any kind of second rate uh, power can attack us on our own terms. And what do we have to do? We have to tighten up. No more, you know, we have to, the government has to implement security on our behalf, work hand-in-hand with tech companies, unlike when it was viruses, where McAfee, as a private guy, protected us from viruses. It's a private, private companies can do it half the time. The problem is the government won't let them tighten the stuff up because they insist on having backdoors. So I think this is uh, really not what it appears to be, but there are a lot of possible interpretations of it even on those terms. So give me a call, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, and I'll read some tweets uh, after the break at Monica Perez Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.